Hello, my name is Mitch Ware, and this is the 7-Minute Scoop. We're trying something new here at Living with Hospice. We're answering some of your questions in a short 7-Minute episode. This is the second of what I hope will be many of these 7-Minute Scoops to come. And with this one, we're going to address the question, do people rally before they die? Many of us have heard of the term, the last-minute rally, and many of us have experienced this firsthand. So what is the last-minute rally, and is it common for people to do that before they die? Well, the medical term for this is terminal lucidity. Whatever you want to call it, this experience refers to an unexpected return or regained consciousness and mental clarity. And this, of course, occurs in a time period shortly before death. Now, many palliative care experts say it's not uncommon for people in hospice care to perk up briefly before they die. And it's not uncommon for them to ask for food or what day is it or how is the weather or maybe asking about a particular friend or loved one. Some just smile and say hello. And by the way, A last-minute rally can last for, well, a few minutes or as long as a couple of days. There's been relatively little scientific research into this phenomenon, and it's only been named terminal lucidity since 2009. Those who work with dying are very familiar with this phenomenon and, and experience it every once in a while. I personally have witnessed the last-minute rally in individuals with dementia, as well as, well, brain tumors and strokes and even mental illness. Mind you, these are the people that one would think would be the least likely to have this sort of experience. Yet, they do. So, how is it possible for someone's brain to be destroyed by a disease like Alzheimer's or dementia or whatever, cancer, and yet this same person can become lucid, and engaging this close to death. And why doesn't everybody who's dying have this wonderful moment? Sadly, there is as of yet no scientific answer to this medical mystery. There just is not enough information to postulate a definitive mechanism for terminal lucidity. The fact that it occurs in people with different diseases suggests that there may be different processes occurring. Some speculate that what we are witnessing or experiencing is a spiritual thing. It's a, it's a spiritual experience. It's a divine gift. It certainly is a gift for family members and friends present. They get one last opportunity to be with their loved one and to say their last goodbyes. I will forever be grateful for the opportunity to close the books with my 28-year-old son who had brain cancer. Hopefully there will come a day when we can have the answers to these unusual experiences. Until then, if you're with your loved one at the end of their life and you're lucky enough to be around them when they're having this experience, consider it a blessing and a final gift and savor that moment. I remember it was a Friday night at a local hospice inpatient facility where my son Matt was. And I was feeding him some Arnold Schwarzenegger pudding with a syringe through his closed teeth. As I've mentioned before, he had brain cancer. And as a result of extensive radiation, he had had a stroke. His ability to chew was seriously diminished. He'd lost the 
most of the use on the right side of his body. That combined with the medicine that he was on, we would, uh, we would have to remind him to chew and then swallow. Anyway, I just placed some pudding in his mouth and said, okay, Matt, chew, chew, chew. And I turned to look at the uh, TV as the Tigers were playing at the time. And I heard him say in a very clear voice, Dad, please stop saying that. It's extremely annoying. Man, I hadn't heard that voice in weeks. I was well aware of this thing called the last minute rally. So I said, Matt, you're speaking. And he said, yes, I am. And please stop with the choo-choo-choo thing. (laughs) I said, okay. I dropped the pudding and said, Matt, please forgive me for not being a better dad. I worked day and night, and I should have I should have stood up to your mom and she wouldn't let you play hockey. She was afraid you are going to get hurt. <laughs> Tears were running down my cheeks, and I laid my head on his chest. And he took his good hand, his left arm, hand and, and patted me and said, Dad, you are a very good dad. About that time, my wife walked in, and together, she, Matt, and I went on to talk about the important things. Love, life, the joy of us being a family, the joy of knowing we're going to see each other soon in heaven. And we were able to close the books. We were so blessed. This was the last hurrah, the last-minute rally. We woke up the next morning, and he'd lost that mental clarity. And four days later, on Tuesday at 4.23 p.m., Matt passed away. My wife and I are eternally grateful for those few hours we had with him on that Friday night. And I'm sure it was a gift from God. I could share many other stories like this one with you, but time doesn't permit. I do want to thank you for listening today. Please subscribe to our podcast and share this with your friends and family. If you have any questions or comments, please visit our website at www.livingwithhospice.info. Click on the comments icon. Let us know what's on your mind. Until next time, this is Mitch Ware for Living with Hospice, and this has been your 7-Minute Scoop.